Hey, welcome back, uh, audience, to Schoolhouse Crack. We're excited to uh, be here again with you today. I'm Brett Derrickson, Dr. Marcus Motor Chandler. And today we're going to explore stories of crazy parents from hell. Oh, we've all either been one or dealt with one or many. This is, uh, people are passionate about their kids, so let's see what they do. We're back here at Schoolhouse Cracked with me, as always, is Mr. Brett Derrickson, current administrator, uh, somebody who's invested in cares about kids, parents, the community, and the teachers he works with, um, but also somebody who has dealt with the occasional crazy parent yes, from hell. Absolutely. Yeah. With me is Dr. Marcus Motorchannel. He's working right now in higher ed uh, as a professor, teaching professor, but as a school counselor for most of your career, yeah. you've really dealt with uh, some very fired up. Uh, crazy and passionate, not just from the like surreal and goofy and off the wall, but the entrenched in their child and, and dealing with heavy stuff, especially if you help them get on from high school and move on into the world. Yeah, so we kind of have a, a, a big spectrum yeah. here, and we know that when we say crazy, um, we mean people who are either really invested in their kids' lives and don't always know how to go about interacting with the school in a way to advocate for their kids, and then we have people who uh, you know, in one case, um, show up into my office drunk with a bottle of Gatorade, and very clearly that color of Gatorade does not exist on the open market. Yeah, and I'm talking about also the absolutely nuts, the, <laughs> the clinically insane, uh, the, the mental health crisis in, a, in our country is 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 uh, always been real, and it's uh, flourishing right now, and it, it spills into uh, uh, into schools as well as as always. We're schoolhouse cracked. We're examining uh, the things that that challenge schools, and we're looking towards solutions, and we're wondering what those things that cause cracks in our schools are. And, and one of them is just the difficulty in satisfying all stakeholders, and sometimes that brings out the crazy in parents. Yeah, and, and so we know there's going to be varying opinions in public schools, right? Um, a public school we talked about in a previous episode uh, kind of functions as a microcosm of society. You have people from diverse backgrounds, experiences, belief systems, and, and inevitably um, sometimes those things don't always, yeah. don't always overlap well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess I'll start us off. Here's my my, my first uh, uh, realm of crazy. Uh, the realm is 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 curriculum. So it's it's when it's when you get a, a, a call as an administrator and the parent ha is absolutely dumbfounded about what a teacher would be teaching and how this is happening in schools. Uh, so mine it actually comes from the uh, January sixth. Uh, Post-January 6th uh, incident uh, at the White House, and a teacher actually uh, came to me with, with, with their lesson plan and said, hey, my students want to talk about this. This is uh, a civics course. Uh, you know, how can I a approach this? A civics government U.S. history course. Yeah, right? and I yeah. said, well, this is, this is super easy. Go ahead and, 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 ex and explain it through, through the Constitution and, and uh, how, how the people challenge their government, what is uh, protected, what isn't protected. I went through the teacher's uh, lesson plan, including uh, not only the, the intended learning objectives, the connection to state standards, but also the actual material that they're dealing with. And oh my, did I get a, a, a call. And to keep it short, um, really uh, articulate, neat, uh, dad, extremely uh, passionate, mm -hmm. uh, very upset 
that uh, the January 6th incident would even be addressed in schools. And then we, we talked it out. We went back. He listened when I spoke. He listened. When he spoke, I listened. Uh, and then uh, I called him mm-hmm. on, on my cell phone on my way home. I have a 45 to 50-minute drive at this time of day. This guy talked to me into 15 minutes into my driveway, a full hour and five-minute conversation. Oh, but I've got to tell you, by the, the last 30 minutes of it were just complete and total um, just politics, fear, mm. nuttiness. Oh, my goodness. I would have done yeah. anything the, to the have that. The tinfoil hats were out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything to have yeah. had that recorded. Yeah. And, and it's kind of something we're seeing now. I was reading uh, just recently um, in Florida uh, the controversy around AP African-American studies mm-hmm. and, uh, the, and the revisions they went through to appease the, the Florida um, – uh, legislature and, and governor, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted the uh, um, Black Lives Matter portion removed from that curriculum. And, and your story just reminded me of, like, you don't agree with history doesn't mean the history stopped existing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I mean, in a history class, something that, that consumed uh, a couple years of our yeah. collective American history is just omitted. And people have very strong opinions on that. But then other times, I mean, we have the curricular opinions, but then other times people just come in hot because they're ready to pick a bone about anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and you kind of mentioned it in, in our introduction. I think, uh, you know, we, we talk about, um, we, particularly in athletics, and athletics is its own realm of crazy mm-hmm. uh, uh, parents. But in athletics, we have a, a general concept um, amongst schools and amongst coaches, and we talk about this with the families, about what's the 24-hour rule. And oh, the 24-hour yeah. rule is, is, is it's really – uh, nothing special, and you and you all probably know it. it just yeah, means we talked about this in our in our high school athletics. Yeah, it just means you wait twenty four hours before you fire off your email or or do that phone call. Like you know, and sp- let me just pause. That's good advice in all in all situations yeah. where you're having a strong emotional response. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and th- and that's that's what the point is. The point is 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 not to avoid addressing a challenging issue with a teacher or a coach or a school. The point is just making sure that you're in the right uh, space to do so. But what I can say is the most crazy uh, uh, moments I've had uh, with families are when they are, com- we call it, coming in hot. Mm-hmm. And that means there's not a 24-hour rule. There's not even a one-minute rule. It means I just got a text from my kid, and this happened, and it happened for sure, and I am physically. And I believe it 100%. Yeah, and I'm yeah. physically coming into the school. And those are, those are really uh, re- uh, difficult moments at, for administrators and for mm-hmm. teachers, uh, oftentimes for clerical staff. Uh, as well, and I, that's I'm most importantly. That. But yeah. I mean, when people come in hot, uh, swearing, they want your job. You are the problem with like, I mean, the problem with like whole issues. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, I think I just to say that, folks. The reason why we're talking about this on Schoolhouse Cracked, I have to tell you that it's on average a daily experience that I am dealing with a crazy parent, or what I would deal, or, or I would characterize as something that is unreasonably demanding or unreasonably emotional and i have to say this one and i'd love to have your comments but what toll does that take on on teachers and on schools so um i i do want to take one step back you mentioned clerical staff yeah uh you know our administrative assistant secretaries whatever your school district calls them they know uh mm-hmm. when when parents are coming in hot and god bless them when they give you a, a heads up on that as an administrator or a teacher so uh, my heart goes out to all those people when you're a secretary or front office staff the first person that gets the, the yeah. that gets the vomit that gets the 
the vile yes. um, toxicity. Yes. They, you know, God bless them for clerical their staff. Composure. Clerical <laughs> staff, the first responders yeah. of schools. The first responders <laughs> of schools. And, and I'll tell you, I, that's why you should always buy them whatever Starbucks drink they yeah. like, at least once a month. Yeah. Um, but the, there's a huge toll. So I do want to take a step back here. And, and we're throwing around the word crazy. We're throwing around the word crazy. Yeah. Um, people... Uh, and I've heard this saying over the course of my career quite a bit, people send their best to school and they're doing the best they can with what they have. Um, And it's really hard to see something happen to your child um, and and you're going to have an emotional reaction, emotional response to that because you care about them. Um, And sometimes that's from a a place of passion and and empathy with your child and sometimes it's just a parent that's dysregulated. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that that happens, we know that. But the toll it takes um, uh, on, on staff is... Uh, it, you know, your student misbehaved in, in my class today, and I have to send home a, a very nice email. And I'll tell you, as an administrator, I held workshops with teachers on how to make a phone call home, mm-hmm. on how to compose an email regarding a student concern, um, because faculty are very aware that if I convey any type of concern that's not glowing comments, um, I there's a chance I'm going to get a real nasty email or phone call yeah. back. And, uh, and just that fear that when I hit send, waiting for the response, knowing that it could either be somebody – wanting me to be fired or somebody saying thank you for communicating i really appreciate it or also somebody doesn't even respond at all that unknown causes causes anxiety yeah, absolutely yeah, and you're yeah. just sitting with that anxiety as a teacher yeah 100 percent. i think it, i it would i would be remiss if i didn't say um as teachers as educators like we care deeply for kids like when we when we plan mm-hmm. when we design uh when we drive into work uh, we're thinking about uh, our students, and we're thinking about them as individuals, and and um, and they we care about them, even even if we have difficult relationships, uh, but also like we're highly invested uh, in the kids, and when 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 we get full on criticized or blamed, or I don't know, just uh, swearing or, or raised voices, it's not the same as road rage. Uh, it's it's r- really feeling like you're getting called out, almost like like you were a bad uncle, or uh, you know a terrible like step parent, or you know there's a there's this kind of idea that that we are surrogate parents for these mm-hmm. children while they're at our schools, and and when our families are are so upset with us, and as a result that subsequently that means that their kids or don't feel safe mm-hmm. or don't feel respected or don't feel loved or don't feel uh, like they're learning. That's a really tough. Uh, emotion that that's one that I'm, I'm not sure that all professions deal with at that level of of, of intimacy if, if for lack of a better term yeah ab- absolutely and uh, uh, you mentioned a comment about swearing I used to love when a, a parent swore at me yeah. because what's the line we use when a parent swears at us in public schools <clears throat> I'm sorry ma'am I'm sorry sir yeah uh, if you're gonna use that language in this conversation yeah. I think we're gonna have to end this conversation reconvene maybe tomorrow yeah. or, the, or, or next week yeah. until you're in a place where you're maybe uh, more fully able to communicate your concerns yeah and <laughs> and 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 that kills a conversation so quickly yeah. or it escalates it quickly yeah. and then that gives you permission to yeah. end that conversation yes. and uh and when, when I would give that advice to teachers, they'd kind of perk up. Like, I can hang up on a parent. It's like, <laughs> yeah. if they drop the F-bomb at you, you can hang up as long as you gave that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. That, but I, have, I do have to say, though, that that, that uh, took some time for me. A lot of practice. A lot yeah, of practice. For, for me to be able uh, to, def- to deflect uh, those. But you, you're right. I mean, I, I, would, I would be lying if I didn't say that. 
I really enjoyed that too. Yeah. And I and I really like, oh, I get to end this conversation now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And then when they say, "Well, I didn't, sw- I didn't swear," that I just, I, I, I know this is not. They don't factual. realize you have a stenographer behind. Right. You. But I, I used to love to quote them. I'm just like, well, well, sir, you, you just called me, a, an irresponsible, neglectful motherfucker. And then when you have to like say it yeah. back. Yeah. And that it I'm has just reiterating to be, your language. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. sir, I, that's what you just—that's what you just said to me. Yeah. Um, those are those are rich moments. But I mean, I th- to and, and, and folks out there just know that schools document these conversations verbatim. And so we would always have our teachers oh, yeah. ourselves if we have a com- a, a, mm-hmm. a conflict laden conversation that goes into a student information system yeah, notes. Yeah. And so notepad right there. Uh, boom, the, boom, boom, the folks boom. who the folks who treat faculty like that. There's a record on. There's a permanent record on you, just like there is your kid. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Doctor Motor Chandler, for for our audience, Doctor Motor Chandler called me on on something as we were preparing for this, just right before we went into filming, about how I'm a crazy parent. <laughs> yeah, and it, here's here's the deal. Well, I'll preface this. Uh, I called you a crazy parent, understanding that you were advocating for your student based off of your knowledge of instruction and education, but how the teacher or the administrator getting your emails definitely thinks you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I, it, the comment is absolutely yeah. fair enough. And and the point, though, is I also think that it, it you might have called me out on that because I've shared with you some of the stories, mm-hmm. and you're able to absorb those stories knowing my children knowing my wife, knowing me, but also in your experiences as an administrator and counselor. And I bet there's a part of you in your brain that's like, ooh, you're probably not accomplishing I, your goal I there. would have had a file on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that, that's true. So just to give some yeah. context to the audience, I, you know, we've, we've talked about my, my three children. They're, they're all different people. They're all um, gifted and, and wonderful in different ways. I definitely have a middle child that has a lot of personality, and a lot of struggles with school, managing and organizing. And um, he's on a 504 with his uh, ADHD, which is a totally real thing, uh, especially for, for this young man. But with that being said, um, I've, I've run into a year where a, a couple of his, of his teachers, simply their poor practices are exacerbating mm-hmm. his struggles. I say that as if it's a fact to the audience. I hope it doesn't come across as a fact. That's sur- simply my interpretation. But I have found myself for the first time, uh, he's a sophomore, where I really feel like I've had some problems with the school, and I've had to address the school. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult for me to not be a crazy parent because I'm so familiar with the systems, the structures, and the, and, and the ways that we can support students. But absolutely, I was in a uh, face-to-face parent meeting over a complete and total philosophical disagreement, and I I wouldn't say non, that I was non political, right? It right. Was, it was just regarding instruction. And yeah, assessment. Uh, you yeah. know, so, yeah, grading yeah. practices, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But the po- the point is, is that uh, it was uh, my my child there, me and a teacher, and and a full on like argument, mm. and and definitely there's I walked out with that mm. physiological response of like sweating and you know right. that pit in your stomach and i have no idea of of course what i did to this teacher but certainly mm-hmm. i ruined their their night yeah that was knowing that they were going to have a parent meeting with a parent regarding with comments regarding their instruction assessment mm-hmm. grading that they were not looking forward to that meeting throughout the day no they weren't 
skipping down the hallways during second and third period saying, I'm going to meet Mr. Derrickson. Yeah, tonight. absolutely. No, it's, so we can appreciate that. The teachers, it's, it's really challenging to have that hanging over your head. Oh, yeah. I was terrible. Yeah. I brought in paperwork with actual assessment uh, and grading practices documentation. So I, came, I'm that, I was that guy. I came in like with the folder. And then I legitimately Which is super out of the ordinary for you because yes. your your level of documentation No. Is, right. Yeah, not great at times. Well, I yeah. can't even keep track of a folder. <laughs> I have lots of folders of information. I don't know which one I don't know how to organize. But I brought it into the correct yeah. folder and I had these things with them and I, I literally looked this uh, poor uh, gentleman in the eye and said that what like what you're doing here is educational malpractice. Like I mean it was it, I, I didn't swear, but I definitely That's a dart. That's a that's a hard comment to receive yeah you know. yeah absolutely you know I, i'm really essentially full-fledged attacking this person's whole approach uh and so it was it was, i was a crazy parent this this just goes to show though the spectrum that we talked about at the beginning of the show and and i really appreciate your comments and and you have always put it in a context even when we have been in situations with uh you know with terrible behaviors uh together you do a really good job of wrapping around for us that no matter what we think of the child or the child's behavior, that it's their child, mm -hmm. that, the, that the love for your child is real and the desire for your, for your child to have a good day or a successful um, you know, time in school is, uh, is emotional. Yeah, and, and I'll classify this, and again, through lots of, lots of being a counselor and administrator, we live in the world of conflict every day. Minute by minute is, is essentially conflict minor or macro, um, but I, w I would so much rather deal with a parent coming in hot um, because that's somebody I can strategically build an alliance for with yeah. their kid as opposed to an ap a parent who doesn't answer the phone, doesn't return an email, doesn't come to the school. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's a, that's very wise, and, and I appreciate that. I just want to flip it on to the other side. If we've got parents in the audience, like w a lot of these conversations where I, where I talk, and I, I don't like the fact that, Necessarily, the language of crazy is, is insensitive, but you know, but that's that's how we talk sometimes, to be honest. But the the truth of the matter is, is is when a when a parent um, comes in hot, and hasn't given themselves a twenty four hour rule, and hasn't collected themselves, at the end of the day, the person that's the most embarrassed is the kid. Is the is child? The kid. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So whether it's whether it's the parent in the stands that uh, is refereeing the referee or coaching a coach, mm -hmm. or, or whether or not uh, you feel like uh, the classic is my child would never do that, uh, or my I know my child. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, is, is when, that, when your emotion um, impacts the, the, the teacher or the educator, you're, you're essentially hurting their connection with the kid. The only person that gets the most embarrassed or the most hurt uh, is your own child. Right. A and so – Great comment because again we're we're keeping kids at the heart of kind of why we're doing this whole schoolhouse crash thing, yeah. and uh, and yeah, a kid walking out of that knowing that they feel maybe their their relationship with their teacher is damaged and their parents uh, maybe there's some relationship damage there as well. It's it's hard for a developing kid, but mm -hmm. I kind of want to close out today's episode, Brett, with um you know you you've dealt with plenty of parent conflict as we said parents coming in hot. What uh what was one time where a parent came in hot and you just sat there and thought. What the f? Or yeah. you couldn't keep your composure, oh. or you like you're 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 looking for the candid cameras because somebody's playing a prank on yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for letting me have the opportunity. To story. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You 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 would know this family. You were you were um, uh, a principal. Okay. You'd left. This is the year that I was 
at the high school without you. But we had a student um, who uh, we call them frequent flyers, and maybe that's insensitive too. But this this is a young man who's whose behaviors were related to um, bringing in drugs to school or being intoxicated or, or mm-hmm. violence, you know, th- things that a are... A lot of serious things Yeah, things that, that are absolu- yeah, absolutely... That need support and yeah, you kind of want to want to help the kid. But. Yeah, and you also have to protect your school. Uh, you know, at the... at the And, and this was one of those. Um, this kid walks by with, with, with a friend and looks into a classroom at a female student. This is a young man. And he... Flashes a number of hand signals. I guess we would call them gang signs. Maybe that even that was a generalization, but it ends with a like a a very violent uh, symbol of, of, of shooting mm-hmm. a gun at the student. Yeah. Uh, the student was terrified. Yeah, has to be addressed, right? And so we we go <laughs> to uh, to deal with discipline for the student, and the parents are coming in hot. There and and they are uh, parents that we know. And I'm in a I'm in a closed, very small room. By by myself, uh, with two parents whom I'm, I'm explaining that that this is an actual uh, threat, mm-hmm. uh, that this is in itself an act of violence, and it's one that I will be actually reporting, uh, you know, to to the police. And uh, the father gets in my face and starts throwing signs, you know, at my face and mm-hmm. swearing intensely and i i literally it and it didn't happen but i literally thought i was gonna have to fight my way uh out, out of, of your room. own office <laughs> yeah out of out of my own office uh, you know luck, luckily uh you know another administrator uh walked by and, and came in just their, their physical presence uh kind of a two-on-two mm-hmm. type of thing uh kind of pushed uh things back and then our school sro did come in and and de-escalate the situation. But honestly, if it wasn't for those people walking by, I, I literally think, and, and, and I think there are stories out there in the media that are true, where people have really actually flown completely off the mm-hmm. handle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so mine never got to that, that level of like physical concern. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, when I was a counselor, um, we as counselors, you sometimes have to call home, not because anything bad's going on, or um, but there, there's kind of maybe a general concern and uh, – just regarding health and hygiene, we would, yeah. call them, we would call them hygiene calls. Yeah. Um, so I called a mom um, to convey, uh, and this is at the high school level. So this mm-hmm. is, a, I believe, a 15 or 16 year old at the time, um, but just concerned and, and had met with the student, had a great relationship with the student, and provided some services um, and offered some services around ability to use um, the laundry room at our school, the, uh, the the showers at our school, provide hygiene products. Um, so really trying to be careful and mindful of this of this young lady's needs and brought in a female colleague to kind of help smooth that over and, and really cared about the kid. And we were just concerned maybe not um, – uh, wasn't receiving the ability to, to take care of herself, hy- the yeah, hygiene needs. Yeah. Um, and so we, do- we had done that, and, and the, the problem continued for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it was becoming problematic. Other students were – um, speaking to administrators, uh, teachers were, were notifying us of their concerns, and uh, and so I I couldn't get a hold. Mom couldn't get a hold of mom. So finally, she just comes in one day, <clears throat> comes in hot, and, uh, and and I just remember saying, "Ma'am, you know, we just had some some concerns, and we really tried to set your daughter up for some success and provide some resources, some services, um, some free products." Uh, and and she's the only one who knows about this. We kept it confidential. Yep. We wanted to be respectful and mindful of that for that young woman. Uh, just pause for yeah. a second. How was how was the young lady handling that process? Was she handling it with dignity, um, or did she feel supported? Or I, I would say just kind of oblivious, okay. like not mm-hmm. not internalizing mm-hmm. any of it negatively, not feeling targeted, just kind of kind of oblivious. Um, and uh, and the mom comes in hot in front of the entire 
counseling center. Like, oh my, three administrative assistants, two registrars, administrator, six, seven other counselors. Yeah. Um, starts lighting into me, and I hadn't even had a chance to get her into my office from the front desk. Yeah. And uh, and she said, "How dare you? You know, I got I got more things to do than make sure my my sixteen year old daughter's taking showers." Yeah. Uh, and just starts lighting into me and lighting into me. And I just say, "Ma'am, come into my office. I'm I'm just really concerned um, that we that." Uh, we're, we're missing an opportunity to support your daughter here. Yeah. And then she finally flies off the handle. And this is when I couldn't keep my composure. I'm a young counselor. And she says, uh, this is asinine. I'm going to call uh, my representative. I'm going to call my senator. I'm calling the governor. I'm calling Obama. <laughs> and and at this point, it's so out of hand. And I I feel bad saying this, but my only response at the time was, if you can get a hold of him, I got a lot of comments on teacher pay. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and she flipped me off in my face and stormed right back out. Oh, uh, man. And, and in hindsight, was that a funny comment? Absolutely, because the 10 people in that office laughed. Um, was it helpful in my relationship with that mom? Absolutely no. not. Um, and, and so we know, folks, it's a spectrum, right? But if, So if you're a parent, like Brett said, remember that 24-hour rule. We don't want to engage with folks when they're in a heightened emotional state. Um, and we do know that, that people are trying their best, and, and they're really it's coming from a place to care about their kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the last thing I'll say is, is there any chance we can get former President Obama on our show? Like, uh, Mr. President, if you are watching, <laughs> we would love to have you on your show in I'm response so to the hygiene needs of a 16-year-old <laughs> 14 years ago. Um, otherwise, I uh, think I think I think Barack Obama and Michelle Obama would love Schoolhouse Crack, though. I'm being honest. It, with it's you. interesting you say that because Michelle Obama had actually come to our school twice when I was there. <sighs> yeah, and uh, a, a wonderful woman, really, really invested in the public education system. Yeah. Um, less so regarding again the hygiene needs of a 14 year old. Well, I think she's concerned. I think that she just didn't bring it up publicly. Oh, okay. For, I, I absolutely understand. Yeah. But you know, here, uh, here's here's the deal again, folks. Uh, this this would be a great opportunity for you guys to write in some stories and really actually ask us about about what the limitations are or the approaches are when when you do have a real problem um, to address on behalf of your student either with their teachers or their counselors or the school in in general there absolutely are ways uh, that are more effective for advocating for your child and and please don't take this episode in any way shape or form as is calling you crazy for caring about your kid uh, if if me being crazy for caring about my son in the instance I described uh, makes me crazy then I don't I don't want to be sane or, or however you'd say it the point is is that I love my children I care about their learning I care about the adults that support their learning but there are times for us to uh, get involved and and that's that's been one of the basic premises of schoolhouse crack from the get-go mm -hmm. is please do get involved with your school and if if our expertise can actually help you uh, be more effective in how you approach your school mm -hmm. uh, that's probably something that we we can address in, in future podcasts sure. you know how, how do you how do you advocate for your kid in a way that's going to preserve their dignity honor the school but resolve the problem so if there's a takeaway from today's episode, be mindful of the 24-hour rule. That goes for faculty and that goes for parents. Um, and again, just being mindful and possibly changing the language that uh, parents are coming in hot maybe mm -hmm. and not necessarily crazy because that has a whole other connotation. So people are coming in hot because they care. Yeah. Um, so as always, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Comment below. Have you been a parent coming in hot? Have you been a teacher that has experienced a parent coming in hot? Find us on Facebook, Instagram. Download us on all your favorite podcast channels. Send us your thoughts, comments, and feedback at schoolhousecracked at gmail.com, and we will see you in our next episode. Take care.